Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. By now, if you've been listening to my episodes, you know that there's some things that are fundamentally a part of what I believe, how we operate. Words matter. How we show up matters. Your perspective matters. And this week, I want to talk about that whole idea of perspective and how we can see things and shift things, because I truly do believe if you can change a perspective or broaden your perspective, you might actually be able to change or impact your circumstances. And this additional idea of what is really true and taking facts and data and words and understanding that impact on how we move and how we operate really does give us a level of power. There's power in that perspective, a level of power to really change our circumstances. So I'm going to dive in. It is really an important piece for me that I named my shows, The Rutledge Perspective, The Rutledge Perspective Podcast, The Rutledge Perspective Radio Show. And I named it that for two reasons. The first reason is I'm very well aware that what I talk about and how I talk about it is all my perspective. It is what I believe. It is based on my experiences. Now, I work really hard to get facts and make sure I'm paying attention to data and and that I speak the truth and operate in integrity, including if I get some information that says that what I thought or believed in the beginning may not be true, that I fix that. And even with all of that, it's still my perspective on things. The second reason that I did it is because of what I just said a minute ago. Perspective is power. Our ability to broaden perspectives gives us an opportunity to see innovations and solutions that we may not have even thought of if we're willing to just think a little bit differently, be a little bit more open to something else that is not necessarily in our immediate knowledge base or our immediate purview or our immediate village. That idea that perspective is so powerful is one of the reasons and the cornerstones that I use that word in my shows and in many of the things that I do. And so this week, there were a couple of things that happened that always happen to me as I'm trying to decide what I'm going to talk about the next week. I was doing my normal stalking, right, of, of NPR and I was listening to Hidden Brain. And what I realized through this particular episode is what I've told people and told my clients all the time is depending on how you are seeing your life, your career, you know, your your family, your job, your body, your whatever, the way you see that impacts the way you engage with it. And if you can change that in any one moment, you might be able to put yourself in a position of more peace, more clarity to be able to take different action to get to an outcome that you're looking for. 
So this episode I was listening to, I was listening to Hidden Brain this weekend as as I was doing my walk. And I love Hidden Brain, um, one, because the brain fascinates me and human behavior fascinates me. And the way they bring all of that together to talk about our behaviors and and the impact and and all of that is just just fascinating. It, It really taps into that nerd side of me. And this particular episode was called Both Things Can Be True. So immediately that got my attention because, again, the, you know, Libra, balance, impact, you know, empath, all that kind of stuff that I am. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is this is something that might make sense to me. Now, I highly encourage you to listen to this episode, but I'm going to give you a trigger warning because the guest that's on there, her story that's used as kind of the basis to talk about this, both things can be true. And this whole idea of integrative complexity which got my nerd flag rolling um, because there's something else to study. Integrative complexity, it is um, about suicide. There are some some references to suicide in there. So a trigger warning for the episode. Uh, but it's, it's, it is important to the story, but it is not the full story. Um, so just, but know that they do talk about that. So if that's a trigger for you, um, a, a trigger warning. So In this episode, when he's talking about both things can be true, the way he starts explaining it is he talks about how we love to have the world in black and white, right? It's something either is or it's not, that clarity. And because our world is gray, it's very difficult for many of us. And what he uses is that Edgar Rubin picture of the vase and the faces. So when you look at the picture, do you see a vase or do you see the two faces that are facing each other? And so most people see one or the other. Very few people, your smaller percentage of people can see both and even smaller can actually see both at the same time. That's called integrative complexity, being able to see both sides of something at the same time or be able to reconcile both sides of something at the same time. And that whole idea of can it be both gets to something that we've talked about on the Rutledge perspective around words matter, but or and. Is it a but or is it an and? And this is something that became a really powerful learning for me through my therapy. And that is when we have those statements, are you using a but or an and? Because when you use but, it almost completely negates the first part of that sentence. I really, really love that food, but, you know, that's not really my favorite. Or, man, that was so good, but I really wish they had done blah, 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 right? What you're really saying is, yeah, I like that thing, but but I'm just trying to be nice because what I really mean is the stuff that comes after the but. That's what I really mean. But both things can be true. I love this designer. I love this designer and I really wish she would make her designs into a more inclusive range of sizes. Both things can be true. You love the designer and she needs more sizes or he needs more sizes. I really love this restaurant and the menu is so limited. It would be cool if they could take their chef and have him do some more expansive things. Both things can be true. And that is really, really powerful to understand that one, words matter. They will always matter. What do you really mean with the words that you say? And be mindful of when we are saying things that we don't really mean, we're just trying to soften something up. 
because it's not unkind to be clear, but you also don't have to be ugly to be candid. And so that's the first piece that came out of this whole idea of, of hidden brain, right? That, that you really can see a few things. There are two sides to things and both of those things can be true. The other thing that got my attention is he says, you know, a lot of people who see both sides can be seen as indecisive. Hello, welcome all my Libra, overthinking, empath, introverted people, right? I am passionate about seeing things broadly. When I'm in rooms with people who are very, very strategic and they're like, this is where we're going and this is what the vision is and this is where we're happening. I'm like, that's great, but what do we got to do to get there? And when I'm in a room full of people who are like, we do this and this and then this and then this, I'm like, that's wonderful, but where are we going, right? That imbalance of looking at the tactical and the strategic, how does it all fit together? It makes me crazy. I also know that about myself, right? And not everybody thinks on both sides like that. And it is something that I have not only been trained to do, but I think innately I'm just wired to do. And so it was nice to hear in this episode that, oh, it shows up like indecision, but it's really not. It's just that desire to see all of it, to see both sides. And then the most powerful thing that came out of this, the most powerful, which is going to lead into an exercise I want you guys to do, is what the guest said when she was dealing with this person that was was in her life and around this suicide and some other things that happened. And what she said was, as I started looking at this person that I, you know, thought was this savior and had done all these great things for me and, and was just really a lifeline for me. And then the things that they did at the end that really hurt me, like serious damage and trying to reconcile those two things. Remember the good and the bad. What, which, which is it? Is it an and or a but? Both things can be true. She said, the bad or the harm that was done to me does not negate the good. But the good does not excuse the harm. That was so powerful because both can be true. The harm that you did to me does not excuse the things you did or does not negate the things you did that really lifted me up and supported me. But those good things, those uplifting things, those supportive things do not excuse the fact that you harmed me. Both of those things exist. And what does this mean for you? Whether you are building a career, whether you're trying to decide what you want to do with your business, whether you are working towards just another big decision, especially if you are in an organization and trying to make a decision, the fact that you are in a toxic environment or an environment that just doesn't work for you is real. It's real. That toxic boss, those toxic colleagues, all that microaggression, all of that stuff is real. And it's especially real for black women and people of color. That stuff is real. There's the blatant stuff, of course, but that microaggression, that stuff that gets in real deep before you even know it's there and you add all the societal stuff on top of that, it's just a hot mess express right now for, for many of us. And that is, that is true. And what is also true is if you look at that whole environment and shift your perspective 
about what you're experiencing and how you're experiencing it. And the fact that you have power and have choice, the power in shifting that perspective gives you power to move, power to make a choice, power to change. It also enables you to get to a space of forgiveness and forgiveness is an action. It's not a feeling. I heard that from Joyce Meyer this morning because again, God winks. That's how this happens. That's how he speaks to me. Hey, by the way, here's hidden brain. And you know, they may as well have put your name on the title. And now I'm going to have you hear this thing with Joyce Meyer and it's all going to tie together. Those are the ways I find that he speaks to me to say, this is what's important. These are the insights I want you to gather. And I want you to share with people because it may be something that someone needs. That ability to take that toxic environment, that boss that just threw a book at you in a meeting. That happened to me. That's real. I'll tell that story one day. That person who said one thing to you and then said something else in a meeting or who told you to do one thing and then when it didn't show up the way they wanted, pretended like you were crazy. All of that stuff. The ability to, to understand it and forgive it because hurt people hurt people. And knowing that in some cases, the person is just just toxic and just evil and just mean and just out to get everybody. Very narcissistic. But in many cases, it's the way the person has been trained to operate in that culture, right? That's the way they got successful. So they're going to treat everybody else that way. And understanding that and putting it in context enables you to shift your perspective, not only around what you're feeling, but around the people. And when you can do that, you can get much more calm, right? You can get out of your emotions or at least you can put your emotions in the right place. And you can evaluate the situation that you're in, the desires of your heart, you know, what you want, what your goal is, what the outcomes you are anticipating and wanting to have happen. And you can make a decision. You can decide, am I going to stay or am I not? How am I going to respond or not? You can take a definitive action from a place of calm and a place of clarity. That person who has been really ugly to you, but also gave you an opportunity to sit in a meeting. The fact that they gave you the opportunity, gave you exposure, that's real. That's good. And the fact that they treated you in that meeting as if you shouldn't have been there, that's real. That's bad. And both are true. And you can say thank you to that individual for giving you opportunity, for putting you in rooms that you may not have been able to be in before or would not have been able to get in by yourself, for bringing up your name for opportunities. You can thank them for that and be genuinely gracious in that gratitude. And you can then move to, and by the way, this other behavior is really detrimental. It's hurtful. It's impactful. All of these other things. You can be clear and call them out on the toxic behavior that they have. Because the good that they've done for you does not excuse the harm that they've done to you. And so if you can look at your environment, especially those of you who are in toxic environments, if you can look at it for what it is, right? Own your emotions, sit in those, understand those feelings. Those are real and those are valid. You need to examine them, right? And be self-aware around your contribution to some of that. But those feelings are valid. And if you can, can sit with those and own those and understand those and then put them in a place where you can then box them up, right? Not throw them away and pretend they're not there, but at least box them up so you can contain them. So you can then move in a place of calm and clarity to move to action. You have a choice. And if you shift your perspective from this is the only thing I can do. There's nothing I can do about it. That person is so powerful. If I say anything, then that's going to hurt my career. All of those things may be true. 
And what's also true is you always have a choice and you also have power. You make a plan for what might occur. Proper prior planning prevents poor performance. You make a plan for what might occur and then you make a decision about what's important to you. What is important to you? How can you protect yourself? How do you lift yourself up? How do you exercise your power to speak truth to power? To use the power of your perspective to support the good and be grateful for the good and call out the harm for you and for those you are leading and who are looking to you to help and support and protect them. So this week, as you go into this final few weeks of this year of your role of deciding what business you want to run or where you're going to take your business, or if you're going to go out and do something on your own, or if you're going to go for that promotion in your organization, whatever the thing is, getting ready to see family. Are you going to do the dinner there? Are you going to go see the whole family? What are you going to do, right? As you look at all of that, my homework for you is to stop and shift your perspective. Think about how many times you use but. Become really aware of how many times you use but. That negates the thing you were saying before the but, right? To kind of soften the thing after the but. How many times are you using but and where can you replace that but with and? Being thoughtful, but being confident in your position. Being clear, because it's not unkind to be clear. Being thoughtful, being compassionate and caring, calling out when necessary, but also really being aware of what it is you need and where you're trying to go. Let me know how that goes for you, how changing but to and really does shift your perspective and enable you to move forward into that next purpose, that next thing that you're trying to do. I am really, really anxious to hear how it works for you. And go listen to that episode of Hidden Brain. It really is powerful. Have a fantastic rest of your week. I really appreciate your tuning in. I am thankful for every download, every listen, every share. Take care. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge Perspective podcast, please pass it along.